So, Aaron, how are you? I'm good. How about you, David? I haven't talked good. to you in a long time. I know, because you don't love me anymore. No, I just moved to the dang suburbs. Where are you now again? Uh, in Aurora. Oh. Okay. Go ahead and make a Wayne's World joke. <laughs> just get it out of your system. Actually, I wasn't going to. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Aurora in real life is nothing like Aurora in Wayne's World. Oh, that's sad. Do you it's... have a basement? No. If you did, you could change all that. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the next Wayne. Um, I do have, like, a storage unit. There you go. That's a start, Aaron. <laughs> it's like a very tall closet, basically. Can you act like you can play guitar? I could play some, probably some mean air guitar. Awesome. Can, can you, you get uh, Joey to grow his hair out really long? It's yeah. actually pretty long right now. It's probably down almost to his jaw. Awesome. Give us some oh, drumsticks wow. and a jean jacket. <laughs> oh my god. I wish this would happen. <laughs> Just once. Oh, that's so much better. Okay. Um, that'd make a great Halloween costume duo. God. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Big, big fat old Wayne and his <laughs> boyfriend Garth. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> oh my god. Wayne's World, it's party time. Maybe but I need to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah. I have to work at 7 a.m. tomorrow. This has to be a short party time. And it really can't be that excellent. Extreme close-ups. Oh, God. So what's the format for the show? I have a list. What I did... take turns? Here's here's what I did. I have a list, and I compiled um, all the games that we selected... And I eliminated overlaps so we don't talk about the same game twice. Okay. So, and I've marked who picked each game, so that way, you know, we can all pipe, throw in our opinion. I think we've all played a lot of these games, even if they didn't make our list. So, you know, we should all have something to say about them. And, um, you know, we'll keep it moving. It's a kind of a long list. Um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 18 games on this list, believe it or not, from we, uh, five people. We've been playing some different stuff. Yeah, we have been, which is good. It means we'll That's have good, a lot. Of, yeah. We'll have a lot of diversity here. I um, thought at least three would not be on anyone's list. <laughs> so I thought we'd just go down the list. We'll uh, throw in our thoughts there. Um, we're not really here to pick a clear winner. We just want to talk about just our favorite general games. Open discussion. Yeah, because I kind of, cool. for one, I I don't like to pick a singular game of the year because how could you? I mean, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. If I only looked at the handful of games I played this year, there's no way I could pick just one. So why bother? Yeah. <laughs> I could pick out games that aren't game of the year. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I could do that as well. We should do we, these games are terrible. We could have an anti-game of the year discussion yeah. later. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'll just start. I, I compiled this list in no particular order. And, oh, wait, uh, are we recording already? What was that? Are we recording already? Oh, yeah, uh, sure. I haven't started. Okay, oh, well, yeah. go ahead and start. Oh, hell, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you were doing the main one, Aaron, so. Yeah. 
you're, I just wanted you to record mostly for backup in case something happens terrible to my ancient computer. That's not likely. <laughs> just catches fire halfway through. Does not want to... Hey, here's Carl, just in time. Hi, uh, Carl. I don't know if he's on the call yet. Hold on. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? It's me, Carl. Your oh, microphone is a lot better. What can I say? I was going to have him do his uh, Michael impression and read Michael's game. Talk about Michael's games for him. <laughs> that sounds like the best idea. <laughs> Hi, Carl. I want him My Skype recorder is not working. Okay, mine's running fine. Hello? Carl, don't eat the microphone. Just talk into it. Yeah. Hello? Carl, come out of the well. <laughs> Baby Jessica! <laughs> I'm glad that one person understood that Baby Jessica joke. <laughs> Is it working? Oh, oh that's yes, better. Sort of. Okay. Yay. Great. What about now? That's great. Okay. Just a little low, but. What about now? That's how we like oh, it. that's oh. perfect. That's okay. glorious. Okay, so should we real quick introduce ourselves since it's been um, almost a whole month? Oh. Yeah. We missed one. We finally Oops. missed one. That's okay. But it was because we were planning for this one. Yeah, this one was going to be so in-depth and glorious that we needed an extra two weeks to plan it. Indeed. That's what we're. That's the story we're going with anyway. You know, it would have been fine if you hadn't said that's the story we're <laughs> going with. <laughs> well, I mean, we have to deal with the story. Yeah. We had to have one to go with. It might as yeah. well have been that one. Even if it's true. Or not. Damn it, Aaron! <laughs> so as as David has just let on, I'm Aaron. And you let on that he's David. I let on that he's David. So we got I that out of the way. David. So who am I? Well, that's all cleared up. You're Jesse. I don't know. Who oh. are you, Jesse? I'm Jesse. Carl, Carl say something. Say hi, I'm Carl. Whoa. Oh, crap. He's a robot. Hey, uh, <laughs> Aaron. And apparently we have Slippy Toad with us. <laughs> Slippy? Guess I should be thankful. <laughs> oh, he's reconnecting. Poor Carl. He lives in, alone in a cabin atop a mountain peak in Colorado. <laughs> really? A mile high city. He has to rely on those, well, that Google weather balloon internet thing. <laughs> terrible. For signal. It's he coming over the house. Quick, get the laptop. <laughs> he doesn't have sweet, sweet Comcast cable like <laughs> I do. Comcast. God, fucking Comcast. They're... Terrible. We got AT&T. 
I had a company called RCN in Chicago, and they were beautiful and cheaper and better in every way. And I move out here. What was this company? RCN. RCN. I need to make a note of this. Yeah, their 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 slowest plan is like thirty bucks a month, and it's good. It's I think it's six megabytes a second. Ah, that's awesome. Because we have we have clear right now, which works beautifully unless there's like a cloud, and then it just like disconnects. Well, Comcast works great unless it's like uh nine o'clock. <laughs> and then, and then so the time you want to use it. Yeah, the time everyone wants to use it, and then it stops working, and it's expensive. Okay, so before we get going too much, can I give away this uh, dumb code for this dumb game? Yes, yeah, by all means. Before. Are you back, Carl? Yes, until my internet cuts out again. Until the weather balloon blows away. No, oh, great, it's already gone. And there it goes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I have this um this McDonald's code for Miss Explosion Man, and I don't have a 360 anymore. So I just wanted to give it to someone who's listening. And Is it redeemable for a Miss... McNugget? No, it's redeemable for Miss Explosion Man. Wouldn't that be Miss Explosion Woman? No, it's Miss Explosion Man. I understand it's a fairly decent game. So is... Well, I don't understand the miss and the man part. Oh, just hush, Jesse, and let me read this damn thing. Okay, so, go to... In trouble? No, I'm just giving away some damn thing off a french fry box. Give me a second. Okay, We're so trying go... to give things away. Stop interrupting him. Go to one... Okay, Aaron, you can go ahead. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. Right David, here on the podcast. You need to stop that. Okay, everyone be quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna go to... Go to onehotholiday.com. That's all words, no numbers. Wait, well, that doesn't sound like a it is. It's not, website. It's not porn, I promise. <laughs> onehotholiday.com. And then you need to enter the code. <laughs> T. <laughs> Jesse, I'm getting ready to read a code. T-Y-H-P, as in peanut. Peanut. 5-7-L, as in lesbian. S, oh, as, good. S as in Snickers, oh. Z as in xenophobic, and then the numeral eight. Wait, xenophobic wait, starts wait, with wait. an X. Yes. Wait, you what? Everything. Wait, I didn't say X. No, you didn't. No, you said Z as in xenophobic, but xenophobic starts with an X. Okay, well Z as in uh, zebra. Z- shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Or zebra, whichever. I miss you guys. <laughs> so if you can uh, break through all that banter and witty repartee, then decipher you can, our code. You can have Miss Explosion Man for free. Thanks for playing. Free. I mean, this is perfect because what this episode is probably going to go up on Christmas Eve, and we've just given them all a Christmas present. Or whoever can actually listens and then redeems the code first. Well, yeah. That's their Christmas present. They get two Christmas presents. A podcast and a game. Yes. Okay, so shall I start reading the list of games now? Please, for the love of God, yes. Okay, first up, Nino Cooney by Jesse. Oh, I made it? Yes, he submitted it at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Oh. It came out in January, so I thought it was going to be pretty tough to, you know, 
win out over the year, but still, I think it's a great JRPG. It's it goes way back to to the classics. Like it felt like one of those old JRPGs on like the PlayStation or Super Nintendo. And uh, the art style is the you know Ghibli Art Studio. It's great looking. The story is very touching and uh, exciting. Um, some of the monsters were kind of meh, but other than that, like the whole game, it was it was wonderful. And like the last uh, last third of the game was so like it just got me right in the feels. It's a great game. And it's by some people, some guy that do like a famous uh, anime thingy, right? Yeah, Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? It's Ghibli. It's Ghibli. Ghibli. Okay. It's Jigglypuff, <laughs> which is a perfect segue into uh, the next game, Pokemon X and Y. That's two games. No, it's not. It's one game with two oh versions. God. Shut up, shut up, David. Is Jesse, this why you don't have me on the podcast anymore? No, no it's because your schedule conflicts with mine and Jesse's. Too busy with two other guys. Um, that sounds so naughty. Surprisingly, Jesse and I were the only ones that put this one on here. Really? Wow. That's not true. I put it on there. Oh, wait. I just didn't put your little initial next to my list. You're not important. Well, you know what? I've had a drink. I'm tired. Things happen. Well, considering this game is, uh, for me, it, it gave me that magic that I felt when I first played Blue. Yeah. Like... I did play black and white, and it was okay, but it didn't get my attention like X and Y did. And, I it mean, was very I, fresh I, feeling. Yeah. yeah. It felt like something new, and I did actually beat it, too, so that's, that's great. I haven't and, played it since I've been playing that Zelda game, but yeah, I Pokemon. Say, I say it feels new, even though I've been playing Pokemon since. I've played every, at least one version of every iteration since the game's inception. Yeah. Yeah, so, I would agree. There's just there's something about it and that it felt the most like the original games. Not in like a very plain, basic, boring mechanic, get rid of all the stuff that they added, but it just it captured that magic. And I think that like the new Pokemon they introduced are some of the best ones to date. Also, Mega Charizard. That's like all it, you all you really need to say about that. It brought back whimsy and and like wonderment. It was great. Yeah, but like you know also, what? You wanted to make a pincer. <laughs> make a pincer. I haven't haven't really messed with him too much yet. I think you're you're forgetting the best one, and that's Halucha. Oh God! I knew you were gonna go there. He's amazing. He's bird. He's flying and fighting, and with that uh, that high press move, oh, he will wreck your day. Hmm. I really liked of all the new ones. I think my favorite was probably Hone Edge, Dubblade, and Aegislash. Somehow I knew you were gonna say that. Just something about like the floating evil ghost sword was awesome. <laughs> I kind of like him too because he's kind of tough if you don't have a specific plan to go against mm-hmm. him. I'm just overall not a fan of Pokemon that are things. 
Yeah, you don't like in it. Like you don't like uh the key, the key ring one that's yeah, now. Yeah, key thing. Ugh. <laughs> or like the See, I think garbage. I think the key thing is so stupid that it transcends stupid and becomes cool again. <laughs> um, all I know is that I, th- I know they put fairy type in to balance the game, and its only real weaknesses are steel and poison, which are two types that rarely. At least two types of attacks that rarely get used. I've got that cool uh, samurai blade thing. Uh, I forget what his name is. He looks like a like a robot samurai thing. Like I almost can think of what you're thinking of, but there are almost 700 Pokemon now, so yeah, like a, uh, <laughs> hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> but he's a steel and dark. Like uh, is it one of Bish- Bisharp's evolutions? Yeah, 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 that's it. Is it me or did it? they introduce a bunch of fighting types this time? Because it seemed like there were more yeah. fighting types in this game than before. Or like dual fighting. Yeah. Like, here's a flying fighting. Here's a panda that's fighting. Oh, you picked Chespin. Now he's fighting. Why are they all fighting types? Have a blaze skin. It's fighting. Um, because... That's- because they're all weak to fairies. <laughs> huh. Well, we could spend all day talking about fairies. <laughs> I believe we have 16 more games to discuss. Yes, Jesse, tell us about Dragon's Crown and why it's so amazing. Oh my god, do you like beat em up? <laughs> I do. Uh, eh, I could take it or leave it. No, Aaron. No. <laughs> this game Aaron, is... you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Like this is one of those games that you just want to sit on the couch with your buddies. You know, you got controllers in your hands, and you're just walking from left to right, beating the hell out of stuff. What if I don't have any friends? Well, you can go online at one at some point and play with people that will call you offensive names online. Okay, because all my friends are online now. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you have actual friends that are online, then they won't call you bad names, and that's that's the best multiplayer. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's like think Golden Axe, but better. It's like almost Whoa. Guardian Heroes esque, but better. Oh, like Guardian Heroes was so good too. Yeah, it's it's everything you want in a fantasy beat 'em up. Like, you can jump on the back of a gigantic saber-toothed tiger and just, like, ride it through the level and mess people up. You can get fire-breathing raptors and ride on them. There's all different classes that you can build with uh, new equipment and, and level up their skills and stuff. It's it's such a fun and delightful game. Aren't there a lot of boobs in this game, too? I think there are a couple. I haven't noticed. Like giant ones? Um... I seem to remember you showing me a picture of a witch character that had oh, like yeah, yeah. I think triple triple Z sized boobies or something. But it's they're they're magic because she's a sorceress. She would need to be endowed with some magic powers to hold herself upright with those things attached to her. But she can fly. Well, maybe that's where her magic is is located. <laughs> sorceresses. Maybe are they're not breasts. Maybe they're just magic sacks. <laughs> oh God. Magic sacks. Oh, they're magic sacks. All right. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. I think we have the episode. I think we have the episode title. Magic sacks. Oh my God! Yes. 
<laughs> we should rename the podcast Magic Sash. Oh God! You know what? That takes a takes on a whole different meaning from uh, my point of view. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it works for everybody. Magic sacks for everyone. Oh, yes. God. Magic sacks you. Magic sacks you. You get a magic sack, and you get a magic sack, and you get a magic sack. <laughs> well, it's Christmas time. Santa has a magic sack. It's a problem. Oh. It does. Oh, my God. Full circle, guys. This is the quality entertainment that you get from RoboCast. Oh, shit. Everything you know, comes you know, some of my new uh, employees may be listening to this, so... Really? Awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, one of them. One of them. Hi, Tom, if you're listening. Hi. Um, I'm going to mix this up a little. Jesse, this is the this is one of the other games that you were the only one that submitted. Uh, Guacamole? Oh, my God. I wish you to save it for last. I really like Guacamole, so I'm interested in this game. Does this it have game. To, how much does it have to do with Guacamole, first of all? A lot, actually. <laughs> it's set in it's set in uh, like a small Mexican village, and like um, you're this dude, and you witness some terrible things happening, and uh, the mayor's wife or not wife but daughter gets uh, abducted by the skeleton dude, and he kills you, but you get brought back to life as a luchador. Sounds like your dream come true. Oh my god, and it is so it is so funny. It's so well written. Uh, it's a Metroidvania style game, and I used to not like really like them that much, but this game has brought me back. How could you not like Metroidvania games? I don't really care for them. How the, could going, you not like Metroidvania games? Sometimes going back and forth for stuff all the time is kind of. Ugh. Yeah, I like yeah, to but have you're a, just exploring an area and getting to know it better. You're adventuring. I, I like to have a clear goal in mind. And now, uh, you may hear me say that and say, Aaron, you were really obsessed with Skyrim and spent like 700 hours playing it. But <laughs> you're like that was good. That was different to me. I don't know how, and I can't really explain it. <laughs> Maybe because there was magic involved and dragons. Regardless, David, I like Metroidvania games now. Uh, oh, okay. But so, like, the music is amazing. It's some of the it's one of the best soundtracks this year. Um, one of the best because there's some other really good ones. Um, the the combat is fluid. It's it looks great. It's cheap. It's what, like on sale right now. I think for like twelve bucks. Normally it's like fifteen. I mean, Jesse, Jesse, in retail we don't like to say cheap because we like to say inexpensive. Oh, it's inexpensive. Uh, not cheap. Cheap, uh, has, cheap has some bad connotations that go with it. Here's, here's one thing I'll say. The last time I bought DLC for a game was the first DLC that came out for Fallout 3. So that was a while ago. I bought DLC for Guacamelee. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy town. I've never bought DLC. Yeah, I... <laughs> Yeah, even, even for Skyrim, I just reviewed it all. Yeah. All the DLC is great. Hey, what all DLC did you buy? Uh, all of it is great. <laughs> no, they sent me each pack to review. Oh, okay. But Guacamelee, guys, please. 
please. It is it is such a fun, delightful game, and it's it gets so challenging, but it's challenging to a point where you know it's your fault. It's not like the game being cheap or anything. You know you didn't do the right thing at the right time. But it's mm. not too like daunting. Like there were some parts where like I was almost getting frustrated, but I didn't, and then it felt so much sweeter when I got past it. Oh, it's so good. And there's so many jokes. So many jokes. How many avocados are in the game? Um, there's a bunch. <laughs> and you can, like, level up your skills and stuff, too. And uh, you, there's two-player mode, which is nice. How about cilantro? How much cilantro is in the game? It's pretty good a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's mariachi bands. A um, bunch of Easter eggs. Good stuff. Okay, now let's move on to a game that we all know and love, and that's Super Mario 3D World. Oh, that game. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the best Mario game I've played since Super Mario World. I'm going to say I haven't technically played it yet, because there's like a 99% (laughs) chance that I'm receiving it as a Christmas present. So, if we could not spoil things, that would be great. I don't but think we'll I also spoil know that it's probably my game of the year, even though I haven't technically played it. That's, Mario kills Luigi. That's what he texted me earlier, Jesse. He said, I haven't played it yet, but I know when I play it, it'll be my game of the year pick. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh just so much about it that looks like this looks like so much fun and joy incarnate. It is, and it's not frustrating. Like, I like the new Super Mario games for for the most part, um, but the multiplayer frustrates me to no end. Yeah. It, it's very easy to screw with other people, either deliberately or not, in any of the new Super Mario Brothers games. Like, you have to rush, and everyone's trying to get their own one-ups. Everyone's trying to get their own power-ups. You know, you can throw people in a pit of lava and then rush ahead and grab something that you want. And... That is all gone in this game. It's so everyone, fun too. Yeah, everyone gets a fair shot at power-ups. Um, everyone is playing from the same pool of lives. So, you know... Oh, that's cool. One-ups are just as important to everybody. Um, and if you screw with someone, you're really screwing with yourself because if you throw them in a pit of lava, then you lose a life too. Yep. Although sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. It is very easy to accidentally pick up another character. I will say that. Noel and I have been playing it from the beginning, and uh, it's so much fun. I've only played it on multiplayer, so I, I imagine that even on single player, it's probably fun, but it definitely would be a totally different experience. I think we're up to, like, World 6. We just opened the one after that. Okay. World 7? <laughs> um, no, it's not numbered. Oh, okay. It's spoiler. world... It's Yeah, spoiler alert, it's world castle. Mm. So yeah, it's awesome, and cat suits are great. It's such a great power-up. It is beautiful. Um, it's adorable. It's adorable, and it's fun, and everyone says meow all the time, and you can tell they took a lot of work. I noticed, um... 
even when you're walking around on the world map and you have the cat suit on, they walk like real cats. Yeah. They kind of trot around like a cat that's like happy and you know full of energy and what they have. You can tell they studied real cats <laughs> whenever and they made this. Toad and Mario in their cat suits look just a little bit like uh, Sonic and Tails. <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. I usually play as Toad. I don't know why, but he's fun. I usually play as Princess Peach. Draw your own conclusions from that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say that it's kind of weird the Tanuki suits are different for everybody. Yeah. Um, like Luigi's Tanuki looks like a fox. Well, they changed that in Mario 3D Land. They gave him a fox suit. And, oh, really? And in New Super Mario Brothers 2, when he gets the raccoon power, he gets the fox ears and a fox tail. Weird. Because Peach just gets the raccoon, but it's very it's very stylish. Like she has, you can tell there's like some whalebone infrastructure under like her little pantaloons, and <laughs> her ears are like on a headband. It's pretty. Cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. So it it's pretty great. I really like 3D Land. Yeah. But I will say that 3D World is better. And I know that there are so many people that are like, oh my god, Mario Galaxy is the best Mario ever. But 3D World is more like pure Mario to me. Yeah. Galaxy is kind of gimmicky and not in a bad way. You it's, know, it's very fun. It's very it's fun. And it's beautiful and I love the music. But 3D World also looks beautiful and has great music and is more like a pure Mario experience. And it's multiplayer, and it doesn't have that annoying green lizard. Yeah. Right, David? Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, nobody's bringing that up. You know. I just did. <laughs> it did. I, and like the one thing that I was really happy for is it looks like. 3D World, because I love 3D Land, but yeah. it looks like 3D World fixed, like, the few problems that 3D Land had. My only issue is, is that is the, the levels are designed a lot like the levels in um, 3D Land, um, and but you don't have the benefit of a 3D display to give you depth for perception. So mm -hmm. there, are, there are a lot of times where I'm aiming to jump somewhere or aiming to grab something and I miss because my depth perception is off. And that wouldn't have been a problem in 3D land because you have the 3DS's 3D screen. Right. Oh, I, just, I just thought about something I wanted to talk about. Okay, go. That happens in the very beginning of the game, but that might be a little spoilery. David, plug your ears. Okay. <laughs> Interplugged. Well, I mean, it happens right at the very beginning. And uh, when Bowser pops out of the pipe, and he's got those little, uh, I'm not sure what they are, the people you're rescuing. Uh -huh. But she has them in jars. And it made me think, was he in Hyrule stealing fairies? <laughs> Maybe. That's pretty much it. Okay, David, unplug your ears. David, come back. Oh, you guys are... Okay, I guess it's safe now. And that's when Bowser turns into a rabbit. And he hops away safely. 
the end. Wait, they brought back the carrot power from Mario Land 2? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> we went there. Okay, let's move on. Next game. Um, next up is Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. Carl is no longer with us, but he said if he had to pick a game of the year, that's his pick. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. There's a I lot pers- I could, there's a lot I could say about this game. I personally didn't pick it. Um, it's very it's very good though. It would it would definitely be like if I went ten deep, it definitely would have been like six. I have talked about my love for Link to the Past on here before, and it just like rekindled all of that. In fact, I I'm playing Wind Waker HD right now, and I think when I'm done with that, if there's not a new Zelda game, I'll probably go back to Link to the Past again. Have you played Minish Cap? What was that? Have you played Minish Cap? Yes, I have, and I have it on my 3DS from the Ambassador thing. Because that's a Minish Cap. I. It's hard. It's hard for me to rank all the Zelda games, but I would say Link Between Worlds definitely hits top three. It is really good. I'm, the renting thing is a little weird still. Like, you know, I, what? I just I just got to the point where I was farming rupees just so I could just buy it. Yeah. Because I did I I did die a couple of times. I think I died eight times overall in the whole game. But the couple times I did, when all my gear got taken away, I was really pissed. Like, so. it just seems like there's some senseless back and forth. Like, you have to go to the temple and then look around and say, oh, okay, so I need this tool. So then you have to go back to Hyrule, then take the broom to the house, get the uh, the tool you need, and then go back to the dungeon. Joey's so, kind of going through that right now. He just started it yesterday, and he was like, he's going to a dungeon. And he's like, do you know what tool I need for this dungeon? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, never mind, don't tell me. He was like, but I just don't want to walk back and forth. And I was like, well, you only have to walk there once, and then you can fly everywhere. Yeah. So at least there's that. You get access to the fast travel system really early compared yeah, to, to Link to the Past. Which that is good. It's just yeah. Really weird. It's is still... it really hard to get rupees in the game? Or? Not, really. Not, not really. I think I finished up with a total of like 120,000 rupees or something. You go through dungeons and you you find like silver rupees that are worth three hundred rupees pretty frequently. Like they're they're pretty quick to give you money. But what I really like is that the way they did the equipment rental opened up the fact that you can hit the dungeons in whatever order you want. And the wall mechanic is pretty cool. Yeah, I really like that. Like, for example, I was doing a dungeon, and I w- was having a terrible time with the boss, and what I did instead of banging my head against the wall is I did, like, two or three more dungeons and got more heart pieces and then came back and finished off the boss when I was a little stronger and had some better gear. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and you can go whatever order you want. It's a good story. It fits right into the Zelda timeline, though I really wouldn't say where. <laughs> you know, you could you could probably put it in wherever you want, and it would be fine. Um, Doesn't it officially take place like a hundred years after Link to the Past? I don't know for sure. It could. It could take place the day after Link to the Past. Because I, I think I I thought I remembered reading like the minute the the game came out. Nintendo was flooded with emails and questions about where does this fall in the official timeline, and they issued a response like, all right, here it is, it's here. 
<laughs> I thought it was like a hundred years after Link to the Past. It could be. It could be. Um, the Street Pass functions, I actually surprisingly, um, I thought I had a hard time getting Street Passes in Chicago, but in Aurora it's way worse. So I didn't really get to play with those too much, but it's pretty cool. You get to basically you Street Pass with someone that's played the game, and then you can do a special battle against their Link in whatever awesome. gear he was wearing at the time. Um, there's really no point to it, though, as far as I could tell. <laughs> glory. Just, yeah, just for glory, basically. Um, next on our list, not no surprise, another Nintendo title would be Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Yeah, that's a fun game. It's a really good game. Yeah, I picked that one, and David did. Um, between that and Mario and Luigi, um... Dream Team, that was the game that made me... They were the two games that made me decide Luigi was cooler than Mario. Well, that's because, like, Mario is not allowed to be anyone. Yeah, he like, doesn't have he a personality. Mario. Yeah. yeah. He's but the Luigi guy that jumps on shit. Anything. <laughs> and he's that's, not very fast, I mean, either. What was that, Jesse? He's not very fast, either. No, he's not very yeah. fast, so... It was pretty good. It actually has a fun multiplayer mode, which was surprising. And it's just... I really like all the, like, charm. Like, there's so many little tiny moments where Luigi's dancing or something falls and he gets scared and... You just want to hug him. Yeah. David, did you see the Luigi's Mansion diorama you can get from Club Nintendo for 1,500 coins? Yeah, and I have, like, 600. I'm mad. David, I have 12.50, so I'm more mad, because I'm so uh, close, yet so far. See, because I looked at it, and I was like, oh, how much? 1,500? Oh, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to get this. See, I was <laughs> like, if I just could buy, like, three more games, or four more new releases before it's gone, I'll be able to get it. I haven't spent any coins in probably two years or more. I was saving them up for that dang gold nunchuck. I uh, have a gold nunchuck. I hate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I don't have a gold Wii remote. I have a gold remote. I do so too. I have a gold nunchuck that's just plugged into like a blue one. I, oh. I, oh, that makes me sick. Oh, God, I'm getting nauseous. Ugh. So anyway, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, Luigi's awesome. Mansion was really good. And even though I lost my save file and I had to start it over, I'm still enjoying it. Um, next was a game that only I picked. And... I can kind of see why it's not an entirely original game. Is it Just Dance? No, it's Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Oh, yeah. I I thought about it, but I was like, well, it's really just try, but... Better. Yeah. But, they I mean, did... it's, a, it's a great game. The The Wii U version is amazing. Yeah, they did change a lot. They they changed, like, the online mode is, like, 10 billion times better than it was oh, at Try. It's so good. The cross-connectivity between the 3DS and the Wii U is beautiful. Um, it was the first game ever that made me buy two copies of it, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I still haven't done that. I bought the 3DS and the Wii U, and I bought a CirclePad Pro just to play the game. That's commitment. So, yeah, that was like a what? Well, I got a deal on the games. I think I got $20 off on Amazon for buying them both at the same time. 
So that was like, what, 80 bucks. And then, so yeah, $100 commitment, but I got over 500 hours out of it, so. Could you imagine a Monster Hunter where you fight Pokemon? <laughs> like a gigantic Charizard or something? Yeah, that'd be badass. Jesse, you're just trying to bring up a console Pokemon game every chance you can. It's not going to happen, Jesse. Get over it. No, wait. Actually, no, there's a Pokemon Rumble game for Wii U. That's a console game that's Pokemon. Ah, But it's ah, terrible. ah, It's ah, terrible. I played the one for 3DS. It wasn't that bad. It was really repetitive, but it was kind of cute and fun. I did the demo for Wii, and I wanted to poke my eyes out. The one for WiiWare was kind of fun. Um, so yeah, Monster Hunter, great. Money well spent. I'm dying to see if Monster Hunter 4 is going to be localized. I don't know why they won't just tell me yes or no. Just tell me, Capcom. Because it's Capcom. Just tell me. If you're not going to do it, just say no so I can move on with my life. But I'd much rather you say yes so I can be happy again. I wish it wasn't going to be on 3DS, though. I'll take it. I'll take it however I can get it. (laughs) I'd probably say yeah, draw your own conclusions with that as well. Um, David, here's uh, here's two games in a row where you were the cheese that stood alone. Actually, three games in a row, you were the cheese that stood alone. DuckTales HD, Mighty Switch Force 2, and Animal Crossing New Leaf. Ooh, Animal Crossing. Really? A, I was, yeah. huh. Are That's you surprised a, I didn't pick Animal Crossing? A little bit. Do you, want me to tell you, do you want me to tell you why? I'm afraid now. Well, I will say that for the first, like, 120 hours I played Animal Crossing, it was beautiful and fun. And then I got to the point where I wanted to play other games. And you are, like, harshly penalized if you want to play other games. Oh, yeah. They hate that. They are And this is where, like, people say, like, oh, you know, you just play Animal Crossing and then something else comes out. It's like, no, because you can just spend, like, 15 minutes in Animal Crossing and do everything you need to do in that game. It, you don't need to sit down for three hours every single day. But you then can. people people start leaving you, David. People that you love. Little yeah, animal people. And they abandon you, That's... and they leave you alone and cold in the dark. You've spent so much time building their stupid space shuttles or, or whatever the hell. And the freaking... Digging their goddamn wells for them. Yeah. Putting up and then they're just like, oh, I didn't see him yesterday. I'm out. One day, one day, and they'll leave you. So do I actually get a chance to talk about my games, or are you guys just going to yell at me for it? Just tell us Just tell us about anim- why you like Animal Crossing. I well, liked you can it. talk about the other games, too. Yeah, talk about the other games, but start with Animal Crossing, since we're already talking about that. See, I really liked it, because it was, like, a significant improvement over the other ones. There was oh, a lot more to do. That island, man. Ooh. Yeah. And there was a lot more to do, not just in, like, stuff to collect and stuff to buy, but things to use your money for. Because once you get your biggest house in any of the other games, it's just kind of like, all right, now what? Like, you can actually customize your town. Yeah. And the island and all the mini games on the island were kind of fun. Yeah. It it was just a really solid Animal Crossing game. It was the best one. And, I mean, like I said, it's... You can spend like twenty minutes a day going in, and it's it's the perfect kind of release from like everything. Like anytime you get frustrated in any other game, you can just say, you know what, I'm gonna go get a coffee and sit on a tree stump and just relax. 
and I was I was there with you until I had a uh, on X came out. No, no, not even that really. I had Max because I got it early. I got it like three weeks before it came out, so I had a really big head start on everybody. I got my house all done. My town was pretty good, and all I was really doing was going in and talking to townspeople, making sure they weren't going to leave, basically. And who was it? Klaus? Did either of you guys have Klaus live in your town? Name sounds familiar. He's like a bear, like a gray bear with blonde hair. Maybe not in this version. He was my favorite townsperson ever, and I maybe took maybe two days. And I would go in, and I would just talk to him. I would just talk to Klaus... I, w- I had the town set on the uh, whatever ordinance it is so the flowers don't wilt and the weeds don't grow. And so there wasn't a whole lot to do. I was just going in. I would talk to Klaus. I would check the shop for anything cool, and then I would leave. Well, then I took two days off and came back, and Klaus was gone. Uh. Two days. Yeah, and this sounds so dumb, but I was, like, mad. Well, I was but let's be mad. fair, Aaron. You were gone for two days, and he left. Who left who? Because um, that was two days that you weren't talking to him. He left. I'm the mayor. I have things to do. <sighs> you wanted a like a business trip. And let's not let's not talk about the fact that I'm pretty sure Klaus sent me a love note. I think he was in love with me. See, I'm just mad because there's I too have a villager that I like a lot, and they've been in every Animal Crossing game so far, and I've like kicked out three people trying to get her in and i i don't have them in my village and it makes me sad you know who else left me that i loved goldie left me do you, oh. you guys have goldie uh not this goldie a puppy yeah like a golden puppy yeah yeah she left me too she was my second favorite after klaus and she was gone and after that i i lost i lost all love she <laughs> burned the sound to the ground my heart turned like black <laughs> So tell us about your uh, two way forward games, David, before I start crying. They're both way forward, aren't they? Uh-huh. I didn't think <laughs> about that. Um, well, I don't think there's too much that needs to be said about DuckTales HD. It's, it's the NES DuckTales game, which was awesome, except in HD. It, I mean, it just, it feels like they added all the voice acting. They got one of the original, like, background designers from the show to do the backgrounds in the game. Like, it feels like you're playing an episode of DuckTales. Yeah, it looks incredible. And, I mean, they got June Foray and um, I think Alan Young's his name to come back to their roles. They're, like, in their mid-90s. That's awesome. Is Gizmo, they got is Gizmo Duck in there? Gizmo is in the game. That was my favorite DuckTales character. Yeah, he's on the moon level. What about Mighty Switch Force? I see ducks in space. <laughs> Put it on your bill. You're a duck. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my favorite part. I really liked... Um, yeah, Mighty Switch Force 2, because it, it added a lot more puzzles, and you had, like, a giant fire hose instead of a gun. Were there more switches? There were a few more switches. Were they mightier? 
I hate you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were two more switches. This is the title. I hate you both. I'm sorry that I wasn't playing Monster Hunter on the train for 40 minutes a day. You should be. <laughs> Why is he on the train? <laughs> that's how I. That's how people get around in Chicago, Jesse. We just have trains that go to every individual door. Trains and buses. That's about it. Anyway, I think, I mean, Mighty Switch Force 2, it just, it had that same, like, puzzle platform element. It had the same tight controls, but the water effects made the puzzles, it just gave them a whole new dimension. And it just, it was a completely separate set of puzzles. Because the first game was just kind of like run and gun. And, oh, here's a couple puzzles to throw you off. But this one, like, you had to direct where the water went and... It was just a really solid, fun game. Like, as soon as I beat it, I went back to try to beat, like, my best time on every single level multiple times. And it has, like, one of the best credit songs ever. Because it's, it's just like a disco song all about the main character. And it's hilarious and amazing. I love disco, David. Well, you should get the game and beat it and then laugh at how awesome this song is. But money. Gosh. Rude. That's some class bashing. Hey, you started it. Hey, now it's the holiday season. Yeah, it's not very Christmassy. You were telling me I was an idiot for liking, you know, Animal Crossing. No, I didn't. I was just going off about how Animal Crossing was evil and how you hated it. I I liked it until until like a couple weeks ago. I I got a good 150 hours out of that game. I still love Animal Crossing. I'm just afraid to go back. I'm that's where I'm at. I'll play the next one, but I don't know if I'll play this one anymore. The thing is, is like, you know, you miss one day and then you think to yourself, "Oh my God, what if I get on and and I'm the only one gone." I'm the only one that lives there now. And it's just like a thing that you get in your head, and you just you, you scare yourself. If Philbert's gone, I'll cry. Oh my god. Anyway, moving on. Um, Carl submitted um, Rayman Legends, which I didn't play. I did play the uh, Wii U demo thingy. Yeah, it was great. It was pretty good. I really liked the rhythm level. Oh, that is the best level I've ever played in a video. Oh yeah. Um, he also submitted Pikmin three, which I can I could speak about for a minute or two. I still want to play it. I like it. Um, I think the they added a mechanic where there's more than one little alien guy that's controlling the Pikmin. So a time mechanic? No, there. <laughs> thank <laughs> thankfully, but there is a mechanic that involves three different leaders and some puzzles you really can't solve unless you can control all three leaders at the same time. And I think it took a game that was already pretty challenging and complicated and made it like needlessly and excessively complicated. So um, I got to a point where I was very frustrated with it. Um, You know, you get into a boss battle and a hundred Pikmin die and you feel sad for them. You know, they spend all this time making them out to be these cute, adorable, like, helpful, goodwilled little creatures, and then a hundred of them are eaten by this monster, Yep. and it breaks your heart. And I don't know if I can <laughs> go through that again. 
Basically, they're just some monsters sending these things to their death yeah. for their enjoyment. Yeah, I agree. All right, Carl, you can defend it. No, I I, I think it's a good game overall, but maybe I'm maybe I'm not good enough at it to get the mm. most enjoyment out of it. Um, the multiplayer, I will say, the multiplayer modes, I think for me are more fun than the single player story mode. Um, Carl also submitted Grand Theft Auto V alongside with um, Michael, who's too sick to be here. Um, I've never played any Grand Theft Auto games, so... It looks really good. I, I want to get it eventually. David, do you have anything to say about Grand Theft Auto? No, not really. Um, I mean, I like big open-world sandbox games, but I kind of prefer them when you can do stuff in them like Grand Theft Auto you're just kind of a guy going around shooting hookers as opposed to like any of the open world superhero games where like you can fly or like the Dead Rising Dead Rising 3 which is just you can do the most insane ridiculous things or like Skyrim where you can summon a dragon to rain fiery death down upon an entire village just for fun you can get a jet plane. It's very hard to do, but you can get a jet plane. <laughs> can you leave? Be leaving on a jet plane? Yes. <laughs> Something tells me John Denver did not make it to the game's soundtrack. I would play Grand Theft Auto 6 if it had a John Denver soundtrack. <laughs> you never know. They have some pretty, pretty varied soundtracks. Grand Theft Auto Boulder, Colorado. Oh, <laughs> Um, let's see Michael also submitted uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist I know nothing about it except I'm terrible at stealth games and I know those games are stealthy so I'm stealth until someone sees me and then I blow the whole place up yeah that's that's basically my point of view too I'll I'll try it for a minute but as soon as you see me burning the whole thing to the ground Um, he also Michael also mentioned Fire Emblem Awakening which I did play the demo um Oh, that's a good game. I want it. It is on my list of games that I need. Um, and that was just from the demo. The the demo alone sold me on it. I've never played a Fire Emblem game before. It's very fun. I'm I'm so picky when it comes to strategy RPGs because Final Fantasy Tactics is amazing and nothing compares. <laughs> but Fire Emblem comes pretty close to comparing, and that's that's a quite the feat. Speaking it, of which, none of the characters have feet. Shit. <laughs> That's what Steven was saying. He's like, it's this weird thing because all of a sudden their legs just kind of like end. Yeah. It, they're like, um, you know how Scotty dogs, if you like manicure their legs properly, it just looks like they have pegs that go straight into the ground. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I'll say yes. Yes, I think I know okay. what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah. But other than that, besides the no feet, it's a great game. Um, Michael also mentioned Bioshock Infinite, which I don't know anything about. Except... I really wanted to play it. It was on my list of games that I wanted to play, and I just I couldn't get the time to do it. I know it's first person, and those games literally make me sick, so I just have to steer clear of them. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be one of the heavy hitters this year. Um, and he, lastly, this is the last game on our list... Michael also voted for uh, Dead Space 3, which I've played part of the first Dead Space, and it was so scary I needed a diaper. 
really, that's interesting. I, I wish she was here to talk about it because I know Dead Space 3 got a lot of flack. Yeah, well, he did say that hands down out of the five games he picked and out of all the other games he played this year, Fire Emblem Awakening was the best game. Yeah, he bought a a 3DS just to play it. That was the whole reason he bought it, I think. Yeah, it was either for that. Well, he's not here, so we'll just say it. Yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll just claim it to be the truth because he's not here to dispute it. And I think um, all the characters that you can name, he named them after famous Oakland Raider greats. Oh, God. One thing I do think is interesting about that game is it's an option, but you can set it to classic rules, and people, when they die, they they die for real. That's how I play. I wouldn't play it like that. I've lost so many people. There's there's only been a few people where I'm like, okay, I'm going to start over. (laughs) Like, not the whole game, but just that battle. I wouldn't play like that because, as you all can tell, I get pretty attached to fake people in video games. I'm really bad at strategy games, so I never really got into Fire Emblem. I was like, this is really... I got the first one on Game Boy Advance. It's like, this is really fun. This is really... Wait, he's dead. Why I Oh, screw this. Yeah, I tried the... Um, I think it was one of the Ambassador titles, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah. mm, no, not for me. But the 3DS demo was totally different. It was a little more fast. It was faster paced, and yeah. I like that you didn't necessarily have to lose people permanently. And it's pretty. And it's pretty. The Fire Emblem puzzle that you get from Street Pass is really cool. I still haven't finished that one yet. You haven't finished any of them. Yeah, I probably have maybe five or six that are done. Go to conventions, man. Oh. Uh, speaking of conventions, David, C2E2 press registrations open in less than a month. Do you think I can make that work again? Let's do it. Okay. You guys totally should. You know, I think I, I think since we've been before, I think we have that going for us. Fair enough. In a couple weeks, I'm going to MagFest. Is that where you learn about magazines? No, it's a music and gaming festival. Oh. So it's going to be that's like... That's what a, it's for. Yeah. I never Is, knew that's what the abbreviation was. Isn't that kind of far away from you? Yeah, it's Washington D.C. Dang! Oh, it's so worth it. They got this. They got one of the things I'm excited the most about, which is so silly, but at the same time is badass. They got this huge convention hall, and like half of it is nothing but arcade cabinets that are on 24/7 while the convention's going, and they're on free play. There's bars. Oh, there's bars awesome. like that in Chicago. But this game, this they have like every. Freaking machine! They have the six-player uh, X-Men machine every Dang. year. Don't get uh, stuck as Dazzler. Yeah, <laughs> they have uh, like Spy Hunter, Missile Command, all the classics. The Atari uh, Star Wars game that you sit in with the vector graphics and Obi Wan sounds like a robot. And of course, oh, they, I love that game. They have like Primal a... Rage. It sounds a lot cooler than a uh, C2E2 that David and I went to last year. They had um. C2E2 the year before it was when Namco had their like big when they teamed up with um, Shifty Look to do like comics on all their old games they had a mini arcade set up and they had like six arcade games there That's awesome. I put a lot of time in the Galaga machine yeah they got Galaga they even got the little sit down ones with the tabletops over them like the <sighs> I think they have like a 1943 
and uh, Miss Pac-Man that you sit down. Um, but then they have like panels and stuff. Uh, Angry Video Game Nerd's going to be there. Um, Smooth McGroove's going to be there. He's the uh, guy who does acapella video game music. There's a bunch of bands and stuff. The Megas are going to be there. Uh, Mega Ran, uh, he's going to be there. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Sounds pretty sweet. No, I want to go. Let us ride in your suitcase. Well, okay, so you're going to fly to Florida and then get in our suitcase? No, you fly to Chicago. We'll get in your suitcase, and then you can fly from Chicago to Washington, D.C. Well, we're driving from Florida to Washington, so... Dang, I don't want to go anymore. We did we did it uh, last last <laughs> night fest. It's great. I'll fly down and ride in your suitcase. That'll be fun. We got a special treat. Uh, see my f- friend Patrick. You know you know Patrick, David. Oh uh, yeah. He's he's gonna meet us there. And um, Anthony, he's bringing his uh, Spider-Man lucha mask. Uh, <sighs> Donnie is buying a lucha mask, and Patrick is buying a lucha mask. So there's going to be four luchadors walking around that arcade looking for trouble. That's awesome. Are you going to go break into Ryan Worthy's house again? No. Oh, that was so fun. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He was so freaking scared. That was so great. (laughs) Did he scream like a girl? Oh, my God. I imagine he has a really girly scream. It was so – he, like – I think he might have broke something and (laughs) – he knocked his girlfriend over, like, as he was running. Like, she was in on it, but still, the fact that... <laughs> Take her, not me! <laughs> That's, That's awesome. That's totally what I would do, too. Don't hit me, him! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, so is that it, guys? We think we talked about a lot of games. Yeah. That was pretty good. Pretty good year. I think it was kind of a stale year until fourth quarter hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a few games up front, and then the whole middle was kind of crappy, and then, yeah. And then the end. Yeah, there wasn't a lot in spring and summer. So I have an announcement. This Our household is a Nintendo-only hardware household at this point. Oh, really? It's the first time that's happened in a while. Yeah, we gave Joey's dad our 360 for Christmas. Oh, cool. Aw, that's we nice. weren't We weren't using it, and he had basically played every regular Xbox game he could ever want to play, so we gave right. him the, the 360 and all the games I had under the stipulation that he has to keep Skyrim because I may want to play it again when I come over. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I just gave him free reign to do whatever he wanted. So, um, maybe real quick, let's, is there anything uh, next year you guys are looking forward to a lot? Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, Smash oh, Brothers. What a surprise, David. What a surprise. Kind of looking... Oh, uh, did they say if it was going to come out next year? The uh, Hyrule Warriors? Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah, they said it's supposed to be 2014. Oh, my God. That, that looks that, pretty cool. That looks awesome. I never knew I wanted a Legend of Zelda Dynasty Warriors game. But when they showed that, I was like, I want that game now. You know what? I've always been interested in the Dynasty Warrior series, but it kind of looked boring. And then I saw there's a like a Power Ranger Dynasty Warriors game that only came out in Japan. Oh yeah, I and like I really, I really wanted that, and but that was just wasn't possible. And now that I've seen this, I really want this one now. Oh, it looks so good. 
Um, I was Mario... watching the trailer. I was like, wow. So basically, like that that final build up, that like final section of Skyward Sword is just going to be an entire game. <laughs> I could I could get used to that. But that better because Link looks more way more badass. Like he has way cooler abilities in this game. Yeah, I love when he just starts throwing bombs like they're nothing. Or his sword like turns into a twenty five foot long lightsaber and he slices ten thousand enemies to bits in a second. Yeah. Or when he pulls out the fire rod. Yeah. yeah. And spins it around over his head like yeah what's up. Um, I'm pretty stoked for Mario Kart Eight. I hope Dry Bones is in it. Oh, uh, I don't sure care. Kirby's in it. That's really all that matters. Wait, Kirby's not in it. Well, he was in that video, so he's sort of in it. No. Yes. Yes. Because no. yeah, that's for Smash Brothers. But he, they were racing Mario Karts in it, so in in spirit, he's in it. Except he's, he's not like actually in it. How do you know? Maybe, maybe it was a clue. Maybe there's a huge maybe conspiracy. A, maybe it's a clue that they're going to make a Kirby Air Ride too. Well, they are making a Kirby for a new Kirby for 3DS, I think. Yeah, that looks pretty sweet. That looks yeah. good, yeah. Um, what else is next year that I wanted? They should make a new Star Fox. They should. I feel uh, like there was another could, big one I'm missing. They should make a new Shenmue. <laughs> They should make a new Shenmue. They should make a new Streets of Rage. Jesse, oh didn't you God. see that? Did, Jesse, didn't you see Sega trademark Shenmue, Shenmue 3? It was a rumor. Oh, well, it was a credible rumor. It was on the internet. Yeah. Although, <laughs> there, is, there is hope. There is hope because uh, Sony uh, gave a list of games that, they do, that they're interested in making for the PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. And uh, on that list... Uh, one of those games was Shenmue 3. Dang. So, I mean, they're... I mean, they're shopping, I guess. I don't know what's the hold-up. I, just... I don't know what's up with Sega. I feel like they're going to be the next company to get absorbed by someone larger. I don't know. They just bought Atlas. Yeah, but Atlas was a very tiny company. But yeah. their stuff sells, too. Yeah. People well, their buy stuff Atlas sells too. in very small niches. Yeah. I feel like there's a group of Atlas gamers... I will I will buy a Persona Five. <laughs> I kind of got that thought when during the Nintendo Direct when they had like, oh, we've got special Nintendo DLC for Sonic Lost World. Like, I'm pretty sure Nintendo is just gonna buy Sonic the Hedgehog I feel, in the next like 15 years. I feel like they'll just buy Sega. It'd be a good fit. Like the Sega, the Sega IPs would, would fit nicely into Nintendo's pocket. I would love playing Shenmue on the Wii U. I mean, I would love playing Shenmue on anything, really. Right, you would play Shenmue on an original Game Boy if that's what it came on. Oh my god, that would be terrifying. <laughs> Put a Shenmue on the Neo Geo Pocket. That, that's weird, but I I don't even have a Neo Geo Pocket. I'm sure you'd buy one to play it. Probably. <laughs> I, d I did buy an Xbox to play Shenmue 2. God, that's how old it is. It came out on the, the the Xbox, like the first Xbox. I bought an Xbox to play Fable. I didn't buy an Xbox. I bought it for Shenmue 2 and Knights of the Old Republic. 
that's I ended up you know I only played like a handful of games on my Xbox and I got rid of it. I played Fable, um, Jade Empire, and both the Knights of the Old Republic, and then I got rid of it. I bought an Xbox 360 basically for Marvel vs. Capcom and Castle Crashers. Yeah. How's that working out for you? <laughs> well, Skullgirls came out and then all was good, so. <laughs> I think we've got ours for Oblivion. I'm glad I had it when Skyrim came out because that compared to the PS3 version. I haven't had any problem with the PS3 version. Well, they so. also they had to wait for all the DLC. Oh, well, it's DLC. They put it all out on 360 first. I guess if you're interested in DLC... I got to be a vampire way sooner than you, Jesse. I don't want to be a vampire. Yeah, you kind of do. I, I became a werewolf and I hated it. I did the werewolf thing for a minute and I got over it and I was like, being a vampire is way cooler. I can hover above the ground and turn into a swarm of bats. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. And you can hypnotize people into letting them drink your drink their blood. Mm, I guess that's okay. <laughs> but you probably need like a high skill in it and stuff, and just like. Um, you can hypnotize your followers pretty easily, like house carls and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or you can just go into their rooms while they're sleeping. <laughs> that's awesome. That's creepy. <laughs> I was I was a little disappointed. I adopted two orphans, and I couldn't drink their blood. I was oh. like, what's, what's the point? What's the point of having an orphan if I can't yeah. eat it? I can't You're take evil. it back. I can't suck its blood. What's the point? Take it back. <laughs> this is broken. I want to return this child. It won't Why, let me sir? drink its blood. Oh. Well, please you have one in a blonde. Oh, man. Does anyone have anything else? I'm getting hungry. I'd like to wish the listeners a happy holidays. Yeah, happy holiday, yeah. whatever you celebrate. Winter solstice, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah was last month, so that's over with. Um, there's another one. Festivus. Festivus. Um, New Year's is coming up. Oh, and then there's Christmas. We call it Giftmas around my house, but... Happy Toy Day. Yeah. Toy Day. Happy Giftmas, all. And, uh, out there, you listen to this on Christmas Eve. Hopefully, <laughs> like, next to the fireplace. A cup of hot cocoa next to someone you love. And you look into their eyes and say, don't just be awesome. Be robo-awesome. Good night. Good night. Well, that was scary. That was scary, not festive, the way I said it.